What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on Blitz Bills, Josh Allen is establishing himself in Buffalo. But given the chance, would you have selected a different quarterback? Plus, Tom Brady is ruining football. All that and more. So sit back and crack a cold one. It's time to get Blitz. Welcome to Blitz, where we talk NFL and rate popular drinks at the same time. We're coming to you live from the Blitz Bar on the Big Play Sports Network. The Eli Manning experiment is over in New York. Experiment? Experiment. <laughs> I kept trying it year yeah. after year, but Man. it worked twice. That it did went, work twice. Thing right? went forever. Twice in 14 sh- years, whatever it was. I should they never, must have some good data. I should never have eight beers before we go yeah. on. And the Cam Newton era may be over in Carolina, thanks to Kyle Allen's exciting four TD performance (laughs) against the Cardinals. But which young QB has the most style, and more importantly, looks great in a porn mustache? (laughs) Something to consider. This is the thing that makes the NFL so great. The second guessing. And if anyone is second, well, yeah. Well, because you could say, well, you'd obviously go with Minshew. But you might second guess that it's not Minshew. Second, it might be someone else. Does that mean the starter was the first guess? And the, this is the <laughs> thing that makes the NFL so great. <laughs> and if anyone is second guessing right now, it's probably the Falcons, Steelers, and Buccaneers yeah, um, yeah. who couldn't seem to catch a break despite amazing performances on Sunday. Yeah. We'll also examine the dark world of tainted refereeing and Tom Brady's prominent role in it. Oh, yeah. We're going to go there. But Oddly before enough, we get yeah. started, I Shock. wanted to welcome back, welcome back Clippy. Hey, Clippy. Hey. Clippy, who spent most of the season on IR <laughs> in his fucking hammock. <laughs> How was your vacation, Clippy? Oh, really? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Whoa, Let's move whoa, on. whoa. No, get back. You get were back terrible. <laughs> you were terrible producing the show. Yeah, but I saved so much money for the show. That's true. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. exactly. Clippy, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. I hate your agent. <laughs> anyway, screw you, Clippy. But great to have you. Let's introduce our hosts, these two bozos. <laughs> Introducing tonight's starting lineups. The coach. Seriously, I did not know about this. This is so awesome. The rookie. Get out there and smash. And stats. I'm just the stats guy. I have no idea. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. That's, my That's thing. kind of my thing. Walk no, let's talk. Yeah, we should walk. We should walk. No idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Lippy is back. Oh. And so, so is are we. the rookie. <laughs> hey. Hey. Prepared as always. <laughs> <laughs> we missed you. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, good call. Okay. So, anyways, to commemorate the Saints' big win in Seattle behind uh. Teddy, just throw the fucking ball, Bridgewater, well, and Alvin why, Kamara. Yeah. Why are we commemorating that? Well, because I've got, I've got Thomas on my fantasy team and, like, Teddy – Bridgewater, yes. like, yeah, hitch, great hitch, game, huge hitch, game, hitch, hitch, sack, 
Okay, that's how it happened. Teddy Hitchsack. There you go. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Anyways, thanks to the big win, he's just salty because the Seahawks lost. Okay, so oh. yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, now you get oh. Yeah. Finally, yeah. right? Yeah, to, point that out. Oh, yeah, to point that out to everyone. <laughs> to point it out to the viewer. We got yeah. one or two new ones. They week. knew. Love you, mom. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, our barkeep made us the New Orleans Hurricane, which has two kinds of rum, oh. light and dark, fruit, uh, I guess passion fruit juice, grenadine, lime juice, and a few other tasty things. So here we go. We're going to shake this bad boy up, and we're going to serve this thing. It usually comes with garnish, but <coughs> Coach likes to eat dinner before the show starts, it's and true. he ate the maraschino cherries and the orange. Good, well-rounded dinner there. Yeah, Aperitif. Exactly. Aperitif. Sorry, I was, I was watching this amazing pour. Don't pour more in my glass than in It just keeps else's. going. It oh, does. Okay, here okay, we go. we're done here. Let's yeah, have a little taste here. here. So, now, Barkeep, normally when I hold a drink up, you see right through our souls. <laughs> because they're usually green. Yeah, it goes straight into the bar. That's but great. Anyways, yeah, it looks a little bit better when I get them down. Well, actually, do you know what? When I'm in New Orleans, they don't look much better than this. <laughs> this is, so this why is don't good. we give we this We should uh, just do an, an hour of us doing this. Holding this drinks at different levels. Mine says Daniel on it. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's, that's too bad. Well, oh, let's, maybe let's welcome maybe in not. our viewers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's dangerous. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's Had pretty close to the real thing. Oh, yeah. That's oh, no, it's good. It's, real it's, thing. It's, it's way too good. Yeah, it is way too good. It's, it's, it's got... That is, that's a night ender. I, 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 I just hear alarm sounds. Yeah. The only thing that this... This isn't quite authentic because this should be in a plastic cup. And I should be drinking this through a swizzle straw. Absolutely. Wandering 100%. down yeah, Bourbon this Street. Big. Wondering yeah. where I left my hotel key. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. the only problem yeah. there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, remember, okay. I remember throwing this up. It was really nice. Avoiding yeah. eye contact with the guy with the huge sign on the loudspeaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Repent! <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the guy that said nudes down Oh, no, here. that too. Yeah, oh, that yeah. too. Yeah. Is that the same, same guy? guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's just working shifts. <laughs> hey, got to make a living. Right? Okay, yeah. speaking, yeah. Of the, speaking of the Saints game. Coach, <sighs> obviously you watched it. You lost yes, we weight do. while watching it. Tell, uh, tell us, like, what the hell went wrong? Special teams. Oh. I mean, terrible running game from the Seahawks, obviously. Yeah, well, that goes on the same. Yeah, great, great game by Alvin Kamara, obviously. Those are those are the biggest sort of headlines. But the special teams, I mean, that punter had the day of his life. I mean, we were, we were within our five-yard line like two or three times. Like, that was a great special teams effort. Mm -hmm. They got a run back on special teams, of course, a fumble, couple of fumbles in, in inopportune moments. It was just one of those games that, you know, maybe nine times out of ten Seahawks win that game, but because of these things, and, you know, just shit happens with football any given Sunday. So, Seahawks, but ultimately for the Seahawks, their issue is they can't run the fucking ball. Wow. And if they can't run the ball, then play action doesn't work. Yeah. So, their offense just isn't in sync. So, I'm not, I mean, New Orleans played a great game, great coaching. They came in there to play, and they deserve that win. I'm not taking anything away from them. Mm. But Seattle has to get that run game going, otherwise they're just screwed. They can't run consistently. Sometimes, like yeah. their boys will go off and they'll have like great games and then a fumble. Yeah. He's got what four fumbles? In the first, but even like, still, like like a yard, a yard, a two yard, yeah, yeah. and then a forty. That's, then, still, yeah. that's not a good <laughs> that's running. That's not a good running, right? <laughs> because it, that doesn't move no. the chains consistently the, the way you want it to, right? right. And it doesn't set up play, play auction. So they they don't their line whatever whatever's going on their line isn't working or defenses have figured out what they're doing and they're yeah. countering it. So it's. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough until that's fixed. It really is. Always coaching. Do you coaching. think um, Chris Carson's gonna give up his "I can't believe it's not butter" contract? <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's done. He's never playing <laughs> for the Seahawks again. Yeah, he got, he he got, got benched, he got benched yeah. for a while, the coach, and for good reason. Coaching staffs like, why would I put you out there? But they had Penny out of the game. Yeah, and they got yeah, Prosize yeah. who like gets hurt with a 
gust of wind. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. like, what are they going to do? You got hurt putting I'm his sorry. helmet on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Concussion. My two babysitters going down. I'm not handing my baby to the third one who drops it occasionally. I know. Yeah, okay? I know. So I know. Okay? Yeah, exactly. I'd rather throw <laughs> Pete Carroll in the game. By the way, at least he can take a like hit. A <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> that was pretty cool. Did you see the replay of that? Yeah. Well, I, oh, I only so saw good. this. I only saw the bandage. Oh on his yeah. Nose, nope. and I thought, yeah, oh, it's poor so Pete. good. One of the rookies so threw a ball in, in warm up. Is a rookie? Oh, oh right yes. in his face. You're, oh, yeah. You look pretty banged up there. <laughs> see you look pretty banged up. See a Cody Barton. I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. Carol's kind of like, don't worry about it, kid. It happens to everybody. See Schneider after the game? Cut that motherfucker. Yeah. 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 I don't care how You know who I am? Yeah. I'm the guy that throws <laughs> it on the one in the Super Bowl. That's who I am. If you'd like the rest of the New Orleans Hurricane oh, and want to see what we'll drink on our next show, just visit blitzfootball.com and check out our Blitz Barkeep's blog, which is called Behind the Sticks. Yeah. Clippy! Let's go to first down. First down. Welcome to a new segment that we call <laughs> What the <laughs> Fuck? Fuck. Where we look at things that just don't make sense in the NFL. Our first candidate tonight for What the Fuck is the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, who, despite winning oh. the turnover battle 5-1, to one, insane. still lost 24-20 <laughs> to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Next up, Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Ryan was 29 of 34 for an 85% completion percentage. It's incredible. <laughs> for 305 yards and three TDs. And yet they still found a way to lose to the Colts. <laughs> or Shaquille Barrett, who a lot of people don't know, but he's a yeah. linebacker now for the, <laughs> for the OSB well Buccaneers. Okay, Over the first three games of the season, Barrett has not one, not two, not this three, yeah, not four. Say, Stop it. Not, he has eight sacks. <laughs> gone. He has gone. seven in his last two games. <laughs> Barrett used to play for the Broncos. Thanks, Elway, who let him go into free agency so he could sign a one-year prove-it deal for only $5 billion a so year. So has he proven it so far? <laughs> no, no. <He's> <laughs> I would say. So, guys, let me ask you. Of those three, which is the one that makes you say, what the fuck the most? I got dibs on Barrett here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I knew you were going there. I was going to go there, too. <laughs> well, it's – okay, so – Let me throw Barrett up there. He's got two bonuses in his contract. I was reading about it, and he's hit one, and he's two away from the other. Like, his, his, so his deals, like, uh, could be 4.5 mil, I guess, or something. Like, he signed oh a $4 million yeah, yeah, base, wow. yeah, and he's yeah. already hit the five-sack <laughs> bonus. <laughs> the 10-sack is like, what, he's going to blow by it next I game. Love it. But the craziest part, the what-the-fuck moment – is this guy, when he was allowed to walk from the Broncos, who he probably still wouldn't be starting for? No. You know, like, so they got a, Of course not. Uh, yeah. So when he was allowed to walk into free agency, he only got two offers. It was the Bucks and the Bengals. Isn't that amazing? Isn't two that amazing crazy? teams, by the That's way. That's what I was going to say. How teams? are these teams constantly <laughs> ahead of the curve? Scouting talent like this. And putting, oh, wait, no. no it's the. Yeah, yeah it's I was just going to say. How is everyone losing. Out on this guy to those two shit teams. Which is crazy. And Bruce Arians only signed it because he thought he was a woman. Yeah. He's no, he saw, <laughs> all he saw was the first name. All he saw was the first name. He's like, Shaq? Yeah. Shaq? Shaquille? It's dope. Damn. <laughs> first woman linebacker? I'll take you. Yeah. I'll take you. I'm a progressive dude. <laughs> of course. No, I just can't believe he only had two offers. Uh, it's amazing. But it's it, crazy. I guess it goes to show you how Vaughn Miller just clouds everything in Denver, right? Yeah. I mean, he takes all the sack. He takes up all the oxygen there. And when Bradley yeah. Chubb shined, signed, you know, showed up, I mean, basically, oh, yeah, he was, that's a it huge was gone. problem. How's right? Vaughn doing right now? 
Vaughn is um, he's getting near quarterbacks. He's got he slightly quarterbacks. He's, got he's getting in the zone. Slightly <laughs> the zone. less sacks than Shaquille. Let's just say he hasn't hit his five sack bonus. <laughs> not quite yet. yet. <laughs> not quite yet. No, he's not quite there. Okay, coach, who do you got? Yeah, no, for me it's Pittsburgh, and and I'm gonna combine it with the 49ers because. Hey, let's start with the turnovers because that's a standard yeah. one. That's okay. it. That's like if you win the turnover battle, you're supposed to win the game. There's percentages, and I don't give a shit what they are. Mm. But I mean, but five to one gets carried away. You almost right? have to win at five to one. <laughs> you right? have to win. You it's must. Win. It's just like Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. And so, win. so that part's crazy. But for me, the other half is Pittsburgh was supposed to be good, and the Niners weren't supposed to be very good. Even further out? Well, no, it's good now. Okay. No, I like it because you can't control the volume of your voice. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's one of the side effects of the unfreezing process. <laughs> How do I let them know I have no inner monologue? <laughs> what movie would you say best represents? Okay, go on, coach. I don't have a movie. No, he does no, no I idea. I don't even know what we're talking <laughs> He's about. about to lunch here. I hear you. <laughs> no, but but just going back to that, I mean, like like Pittsburgh, you know, obviously they were going to be a, they were supposed to be a, a, a rising team again. They had. You know, they had their quarterback, who was an all-Hall of Famer. They still had, still had supposedly good receivers. They're supposed to go after it. And the Niners looked like crap last year, right? Mm. And even Garoppolo didn't, isn't looking great. But mm-hmm. they're still making it work. I think mm-hmm. Shanahan's a phenomenal coach. But their defense is what's, is what's driving this team, which, which yeah. is great for them, but bad for my Seahawks, but whatever. But that whole scenario of, of Pittsburgh winning turnover battle, which, which, you know, they usually have a good defense, which they normally do. It's still losing, or still losing the 49ers. When they, oh, it's just that's a that's just the weirdest scenario for me, and it, it pisses me off because yeah, of course now yeah, the Niners are yeah, three and zero. Yeah, it kind of ties into the Falcons thing too. Like Shanahan is amazing. The offensive, like the what he can put out on the field. Oh, He's like, yeah. I think he put together like it, it was a ridiculous mm. amount of yards from scrimmage with like Breda and then two guys I've never heard of in my life. 100%. Like it, he just like his mm. systems are incredible. Well, I mean, look where the Falcons are without him. Yeah. Right. I think it's safe to say that the Mason Rudolph era <laughs> has not quite begun. The experiment is <laughs> over. The experiment <laughs> might be over. Yeah. It's not moving on. Let's hope it doesn't last as long as the oh. Eli Manning experiment in New York. That's true. Well, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Well, if they got two Super Bowls, they'd, they'd probably take Actually, it. Actually, yeah. True enough. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm going to take that Ryan in the first. Why not? Why I not? Guess. Yeah. You know lucky. what? You're and lucky. This is, and this is for our good friend Angie out there who's always followed us. Angie loves Falcons. Out there. She loves the Falcons. Loves Falcons. Uh, I can't figure out what's going on. Uh, the only thing that I can figure out is that the head coach is toast. You know, I mean, if, if the thing is, they brought him in because he was a defensive specialist yep. from Seattle. He was supposed to create the same thing as the Legion of Boom down there in Atlanta. And guess what happened? The offense took off. Isn't that always the way? You bring in one of these specialists on one side of the ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the other yeah, yeah. side of the ball ends up just taking off for some <laughs> reason, right? But, of course, that was all about Kyle Shanahan. I think it was. Yeah, and now really Kyle do. Shanahan really leaves do. and gets himself a head coaching position, and guess what's happened? They've regressed. Uh, your MVP candidate, Ryan, who, you know, is playing okay. He's good. I, I still think yeah. that they're, you know, he's probably forcing some throws in there. He's he's he just doesn't look like he's got the same yeah. kind of offense that they used to have. Maybe they're missing and Kevin the, Coleman. There could With be the that. There could be that. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have no running game, so that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's be. that too. Yeah. But also, the defense just hasn't stepped up. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, but if you, <laughs> if you can't stop, uh, you know, a Colts team that's got a let's call it what it is a third string quarterback right who's now getting paid like oh, a on. second string quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he 
come on. I mean, you got to find a way to beat this guy. And T.Y. Hilton went down in the second quarter. I mean, they didn't even have their number one weapon out there. And they still found a way to lose this game. So that was the biggest what-the-fuck moment for me. Only because the Steelers were taken and Shaquille Barrett was taken. Yeah, that's true. But I strongly believe the Falcons. The only stat that matters is two drives of 90 or more yards from the Colts against the Falcons in the first half. Yeah, like, that's demoralizing. It's just, wow. It's just you know what? They're, demoralizing. They're doing it on the ground, though. Marlon Mack, I mean, that team like, is so good. well constructed yeah. from from an offensive side of just power running the ball, great old line, and then and, and an opportunistic defense. I mean, that that's a great team. I yeah, mean, we talked about the Super Bowl yeah, contenders yeah. When, when Luck was there. I mean, yeah. are they still there? I don't, I don't know. know. All I saw was Marlon Mack just shedding. I know, the guy's incredible. Shedding Falcons on his way yeah. to the end zone. Yeah. I think he walked through about 12 of them. Let's one guy so came, hard on the one Falcons guy came here, off guys. the bench and still missed the <laughs> yeah. tackle. Sorry. As he trotted in I think I'm sorry, Angie. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. For being sorry. too hard on the Falcons. <laughs> yeah. Marlon no. Mack is elite. No, it's true. No, it's just that, it's, it's, that is true. It's just one of these weird things where you have this like superlative performance. And yeah. by the way, special shout out to... Um, Oh, good, good take. You're staring at me, and I got nothing. Nope, we're moving on. Next yeah, segment. Like me. <laughs> Let me. We'll come back to that. Let's go to second <laughs> down. Second down. Conspiracy. 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 Tonight on NFL Conspiracies, we're diving into questionable penalty calling in the NFL. And before we begin, let me be perfectly clear that everything we claim in this segment is 100% true and has been verified through our sources. 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 Great sources. Last Thursday, during the Titans-Jaguars game, the referee bogged down the game by throwing several questionable penalty flags in the first half. questionable. This prompted a tweet heard round the league. Clippy, throw it up. Yep. From Patriots quarterback and known cheater Tom Brady. Known cheater. Who said he was turning off the game due to the excessive flags. After Brady's tweet, the refs mysteriously called 66% less penalties in the second half. Suspicious. And on Saturday, according to ESPN's Kevin Seifert, the NFL held a conference call in which Senior Vice President of Officiating Al Riveron told officials to ease up on the penalties. I smell conspiracy. Conspiracy. I'd like to hear your thoughts. Thoughts? Do you have any coach? <laughs> what are thoughts? <laughs> okay, what are thoughts? Line from last week. <laughs> I was going to you that last week. <laughs> I'm just stalling. <laughs> you should really come to pre-production meetings. <laughs> you really should. You really should. <laughs> no. You must have a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Significant thoughts. Significant thoughts. Yeah, no, th- this 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 to me is crazy because I mean, it, it it's ugly. It's ugly when you have the person with the most championship rings tweeting something out and then things change. That should never they, they got to hide this better. Obviously they want Brady to win these things. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, I mean, clearly. Now I'm, now I'm on board. 
clearly they want Brady to win these things. And so started that Rocky. Then. My issue, my, my, my issue is they just didn't do a good job of covering it up. Like they've they've screwed up their process. They're getting sloppy in their old age right now. They need to do a lot better job of covering up, basically favoring Brady and what he wants from the league. Because holding calls—that's what his O line does. That's yes. how he's protected the whole time. Yeah. So he needs the, he needs these holding calls to be rid of, so he can throw the ball and be successful. So for me, Brady and company do a better job covering these things up. That's what they got to do. Clippy, throw up. Brady tweet number two, which I find to be quite ironic. Wasn't that exhibit two? Too many penalties. Just let us play. Right? right? Says Tom Brady, us. beneficiary of many, many phantom hurting the quarterback feelings calls. <laughs> so uh, my feeling about this is conspiracy. Conspiracy. <laughs> Good segment. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie, what do you think? Mine is pretty simple. Oh, oh weird. Lots of thoughts. <laughs> simple man, simple theory. Britney Spears yes. was a paid operative do we of have the, the Britney... Bush administration. Do we have the Britney Spears clip? <laughs> All along. Improve? Operative. I love it. She can't even spell operative. <laughs> it doesn't matter. She was paid off. <laughs> Proof? I'm looking for it. The day her and ex-Kevin Federline split up was in November 20, 2007, <clears throat> okay. the day of a key midterm election in the oh Bush administration. So here's this my theory. Heavy. This is heavy. He's in the pocket of the NFL. Feder Brady. Federline? Oh, this happens Brady. all the time. People, Famous people are paid off by massive organizations to act on their behalf. It's happened throughout history. I Brittany's just one example of this. A, a key example. I don't, I don't I've never seen Kevin Federline I, get a penalty. No one's NFL. ever seen <laughs> my point exactly. Ever. <laughs> ever. I, People were starting to shit on the officiating yes. and thus on the NFL. So what did the NFL do? They reached into their bag of paid operatives and they said, Tommy, we need a tweet. I love it. Oh, you think it was orchestrated? It was orchestrated. Of course it was. Come on, keep oh. up, man. It's a simple Jesus, conspiracy man. theory. Right. Unreal. You can find right. it online anywhere. Right. Minutes before this program. <laughs> Many Reddit columns have Many this. Reddit columns. <laughs> Overloaded. And if they yeah. closed them all, actually. Absolutely. Yes, mysteriously. <sighs> Indeed. Yes. Indeed. I don't want to alarm you, people. <laughs> you already have. I'm very <laughs> alarmed. But if you're asking me, Tom Brady has been manipulating the referee's years. Whoa. It all started back in 2001 in a little-known game called the AFC Championship, otherwise known as the Tuck Rule Game. Of course. We all know what happened in that game. Of course, he obviously fumbled, screwed over the Raiders, who should have gone to the Super Bowl, thereby preserving John Gruden's era in Oakland at the start of Five Super Bowls in a row, but instead, what happened? What? Five in a row? Gruden's back in Oakland right now. It was, it was ruled. <laughs> it was ruled an incomplete pass. Shut up, sir. <laughs> Why can't you go on vacation? <laughs> You're always here. I was just. You never go on I, vacation. I, I was never. just piecing it together. Right there, right I was there. just catching up. <laughs> so here's how it goes. The reason why. They got that bogus ruling 
mm. was because the NFL was trying to give a make good for punishing the Patriots who were shit for 30 years prior. And when they finally got the coach of their choice who had decided that he didn't want to be the Jets head coach anymore, but was still the property of the Jets, the Patriots had to pay a tidy sum to get Belichick over from the Jets. What's a and tidy so sum? I hear tidy sum a lot. Is that like a couple of first round picks? Okay. By like the a, way, it's yeah. like a dowry. Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Similar. Very tidy. Similar Cash? Very tidy. A couple of day spa masseuses? Right. However you quantify these sorts of things. I, yeah. It only needs well, one. Okay. My point being. Right. Sorry. That that was the make good, the tuck rule. Then a few years later. Brady's knee caves in by a little-known linebacker and folk hero of ours, oh, yes. folk hero. Oh, yes. Bernard Pollard, putting him out for the year. Praise be his name. Thank you. And placing Matt Castle into the lineup, who took them to an 11-5 record, thereby proving that Tom Brady is just a system quarterback and that a hamster could play in that system. A tall hamster. And has. Well, a good-looking hamster a on good the TV 12 diet. A handsome <laughs> hamster. <laughs> wow. Did you go there? Yes. A little alliteration there. I yep. did. No, now, I, I've talked to Rookie, not you. I know. Okay. Now, in order to get Sam Castle thrown out. Sam Castle? Matt Castle. Well, don't confuse us with facts. <laughs> is Sam Castle the Punisher? <laughs> what? Is no, he used to play point guard for the Houston Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Brady. Through Belichick and Kraft, and likely <laughs> Paul uh, Tagliabu, who was the commissioner at the time. Such a good last put name. Put pressure on the referees really? through a series of threatening texts so that they would change the rules to protect Brady and get Castle out of time. Were they texting back then? Are now, we out yes! of time? Yes! I don't think Are they were we Yes! No, no. Oh, was it, it was the, the ABC? Three, yeah. It was the ABC <laughs> text. <laughs> right. Okay. Puck and see. Fast forward to Deflate Gate. Okay? Okay. Tom Brady mysteriously destroys his cell phone and says that this is something that he just does habitually. Wow. No, it wasn't that he was worried about f people finding out that they were deflating balls. It's because I'm losing my headset. Was he using It's because he wanted to destroy the phone that still contained the threatening texts to all the referees out there. Oh, oh, right. It checks it checks out. Right. Sources, sources have said. Many sources actually But have before said. he destroyed yeah. his yeah. phone, he uploaded those texts to the cloud. Where's the cloud? Where they exist today in harmony with other manipulative blackmail information that right. Brady and his right. consorts have right. on everybody. Yes. Probably even you, coach. Maybe. And that is why today the referees do everything that Tom Brady says. Because he's got that made total. That made total. How sense. did the Houston Rockets play? <laughs> well, Sam Cassell got traded to them. Okay. Or Matt Cassell got traded to them. To the Celtics. Eventually. Okay. They okay. The Celtics don't play in Houston. Don't be an idiot. You sound crazy <laughs> right yeah, now. God, you do. You sound ridiculous. Unbelievable. <laughs> we've lost. We've Look, lost. This is I've wigged out. This clearly. Is a serious segment. Yes. The, the viewers have yes. lost all confidence because of you. No, we've lost the viewers, crazy actually. Okay. Clippy! Let's move on to third down. What's this? Oh, yes, let's do the poll! Oh, yes. Go back! Clippy, oh, shut up! No, no, this is a good oh, poll. This is a good poll. Now, Don't to, verify, to verify what I have been saying mm. all along. Wow. 
Clippy, throw up the poll that we put out there the other day. I don't know what you're Look saying. Look at this. Trying to see something. Do you think Patriots' Tom Brady influences the NFL referees? Over a million people voted in this. Shocking. And 94% said, of course, duh. Actual quote. Action. <laughs> so clearly, we all know it's happening. It's, an ex it's a conspiracy that's happening out in the open. Brady is daring us to call him on this. None of us will. <laughs> we're, we're terrified. We're all cowards. We're, we're all terrified, terrified of him because he has pictures of us too. That's true. <laughs> in in right. the in cloud, tin, in tinfoil hats. <laughs> so do all the viewers. In the cloud. <laughs> and That's exactly Facebook. right. Yes. Clippy. Uh, thanks for the reminder. Good Let's job. go to third down. That was very convincing. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Third down. Guys? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Bills are 3-0. and Yes! As I predicted. I uh, yes, exactly. Rookie. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah, I did. Last week. <laughs> yeah, that they would go 3-0. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> Incredible. Here's my question. If you were going to go back in the draft where Josh Allen was taken, Jesus. would you have taken Baker Mayfield or oh. Josh Allen? No question about this. Wait, oh. with, the, with the benefit of hindsight? Like right yes. now? Right now. No yes. question. Josh Allen. Really? Do you know why? Wow. And, and, and And I don't know where each will be in three or four years because they'll still be in the league. They'll still be starters because they're still good, even potentially great quarterbacks. Yeah. But Mayfield's a dick. Oh. And and if if you want to start, oh. and if you want to have a franchise quarterback, the thing, the thing about these days, a franchise quarterback as a rookie, they can last 20 fucking years. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah. we've seen. Right? So do you want a dick? Like Mayfield, or do you want a cool dude that inspires your team, like Josh Allen? Mm. And and that's my take. I mean, I mean, quarterbacks get better every year, mm -hmm. as long as they get the chance to continue to improve and the chance to play. Not like, if you're Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, the, he's a he's a Harvard guy. Like they're fucked up. Oh, the Harvard thing. Me remember yeah, yeah. Harvard? Did you know okay. you went to Harvard? Do you remember yeah. Harvard? <laughs> it's a weird algorithm. Yeah. Okay. Fine. He's yeah, got okay. issues, but. For the most part, if, if a quarterback continues to play, continues to get that attention, and continues to, to work, they will get better. That's just that's just a normal process. So chances are both of those quarterbacks will be really, really good in four or five or six years. 
But who do you want to lead your team? Who do you want to mm. represent your team? Mm-hmm. Do you want Josh Allen or do you want Mayfield? And Mayfield just mm. seems like a dick. Mm. Or I, and that that's for me, it's just character. Mm. And I think Josh Allen has that sort of calm, cool confidence. And he's just he's just a decent guy. And he's just a baller. He's not out there like, you know, Mahomes making like 400 yards a game and five TDs. He's just making shit happen with a great defense. And he's he's just he's in a system where it works. And he doesn't have to be the star or the stud. Mm-hmm. But he's making plays when he has to. He's using his legs when he has to, his, his arm opportunistically. And he's just that guy that makes it work. I, I just love this kid. I love mm-hmm. the fact he's in his place he is. And he's doing what he can to make make things work and to win games. I think mm-hmm. he's a, I think he's a cool calm dude i love the guy love him tell us how you really feel <laughs> wow my no God. kidding way to sell out for this game. Yeah. i love it wow. i love it i love it yeah all right, all right rook th- what do you got you did make a point there which is like just basically put these kids on the same path yeah and they'll eventually get to be good players maybe in the NFL, great right right yeah and i just don't think that baker has really benefited from like a really solid path i think they went out they got right. a lot of high profile guys yeah they yeah, added yeah, yeah. a lot of guys to that team they undervalued the fact that you have to then coach those guys into a unit and yep. they actually have to have like a game plan that works with all those independent pieces yep um and then also the fact that they've got a lot of game tape on this kid and they just seem to be taking real advantage of it because of like the complete lack of an o-line it's like push Mayfield right and have him get out of the pocket and he will not complete passes. Like, it's becoming this, like, fucking redundant kind of thing to watch. Like, he just evacuates the... The pocket and heads off to his right almost every always throw. right always right always right and yep. and so I just think that you're like you make a good point which is like not every QB is drafted into the same program yes. I'm doing air quotes yes. and put on the same path yep. you know some guys probably have the ability to do really well but they're not put into the best kind of incubation you know like um, or system or whatever yeah or it is. system or 100%. like environment or yep. whatever now the the thing is like. I don't know, like you look across at like franchise quarterbacks and are they like the culture setters on those te- yeah, on those teams? Yeah, yeah. I think like Brady and like the relationship between like Brady and uh, Belichick, they're definitely culture setters. Like you think about like uh, Tomlin and Ben, they've like yeah. gone with Ben and yeah. removed all these other guys, these kind of like peripheral guys, except like it's like AB and, and Le'Veon. So who's a culture setter? I don't know Josh Allen if he's a culture setter. I think like I think Mayfield is. 100%. I just don't think that the coach quarterback relationship is really like I don't think Freddie's quite doing it right now. Like Yeah, that's you know, an interesting question. I, I just I just think that Mayfield is the culture setter. He's this kind of swag guy. He's going through some really tough growing pains where they've got tape on him and they're taking advantage of him and his O line isn't helping very much and he's got all these weapons but they're kind of you know, they're kind of almost question marks. They're not working out very well. Like, I just think that it's on the coach. So hmm. I would think if I went back to that draft, I would probably make the same decision. I would probably say, well, Mayfield has this track record of winning. He's got, you know, less question marks. And so he's the safer bet. I just wouldn't kind of put him. I would I would kind of say him, the combination of him and Freddie like it is just yeah, isn't yeah, working yeah. that well. <laughs> but it depends on the team. I think Cleveland made the right decision. Even yeah. though I think I, I like Josh Allen better as a quarterback or as, as a leader, but I think Cleveland needed the firebrand. 
They yeah, needed the guy yeah. to come in there with swagger, with cockiness, yeah. and and to just basically say, "Hey, fuckers, let's get your shit together. Yeah, that's what let's I mean. go win some fucking games." Josh isn't that dude. He's like, not quite that dude. No. But but I respect him more for his cool, collective yeah. stuff. But but yeah. but it's all situational. I I think clearly yeah. both teams made the right decision. Yes, really. But I believe that Allen and the Bills be more productive and more successful long term than the Browns will because I think mm. Baker might have a shorter. I don't know, a, sh- a shorter life in the sense of that that might grow old. And he, he might not be able to carry that, but for right now, I think he's the right guy for the Browns. But I think Josh Allen is the right guy long-term for the Bills. Brashness only works when you're winning. 100%. Yeah. It's, like, and it's like bullying, that's right? Why, yeah. uh, and that's why everyone was so focused on the Browns yeah. in the offseason because you know they went from winning – one out of 32 games yes. oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to winning, what did they win? Seven games? Yeah. Like and, that. and now they're and so Super Bowl. And now they're picks. Super Bowl favorites. Yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, that team limps in at 6-10. and 10. Your brashness is gone. That yeah. veneer, is that disappears. Well, yep. and brashness is like, yeah, it's only good when it's winning, but it's also like a huge detractor when you're losing. Absolutely. Like it's a, it is a negative. Yeah, yeah. shut up, Jeff George. Yeah. Uh, and so, oh. you know, the Ooh. thing that I love about Josh Ooh. Allen in Buffalo is that he and and it's important because every team has a certain kind of culture yep. that you guys are saying and I think Josh Allen absolutely fits that mm-hmm. culture of Buffalo where even despite them having all this progress in the offseason they were still not looked at as a team that would make the playoffs oh God, or no. nope. God forbid they ever win the division nope. because yeah. the Patriots are there. So it's like, Hey, you can do whatever you want, but good luck with, you know, second place. Hope that works out yeah. for you. Hopefully wild card. And you know, the thing that I like about watching this kid play is that he's not an extraordinary vocal leader, nope. but he's a guy that you see his play on the field. Mm-hmm. And there was one thing that happened in that game against the Bengals where, I mean, he was absolutely being mauled coming out of the pocket and ended up shrugging oh, a couple of guys off. And he's on his back foot, and yeah. he ended up getting a completion yeah. down the field. And amazing. I thought to myself, that's why you want a guy with a big arm. You don't want a guy with a big arm because he can fucking huck it 85 yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want a guy with a big arm because he could be falling backwards, be almost on his ass, and still throw it yeah. 15 yards down the field and get yeah, it out yeah, of yeah. there. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And I, Anyways, I think Allen fits so well with the, with the Bills right now, and I am so bullish on what they're going to be able to do with him yeah. because even though he's never going to be a 70% completion guy yeah. uh, out there, um, you know, he's going to overthrow guys. He's going to make his fair share of mistakes. He's going to have his hero throws going, mm-hmm. you know, try to yeah, make something yeah. happen. Uh, he is uh, – he he almost wills that team yeah. to win, and I think that they respond to him. 100%. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I'm with you guys that uh, if it was to be – if it was going to happen all over again and the Bills had the number one pick, absolutely, yeah. I would take yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. I wouldn't take For that field. team. Yeah. For yes, that team. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Totally fits. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I like it. There we I go. Like it. Cool Sweet. take. So we agree. That was what? painful that we That's agreed. Boring. That, that hurts. I think you guys are fucking dumb. I still I hate would have taken See that? Hate Mason you both. Rudolph like that. first <laughs> overall. I hate you both. Fourth down. Okay. I get that they're pretty excited about the Bills in Buffalo. You should be. Okay. I get that. Yes. But 
it's guys like this who make it so we can't buy a beer in the fourth <laughs> quarter in the stadium, okay? <laughs> Clippy, why don't you throw that up on screen here? What do you got? You got it? You don't You don't have it. This is, <laughs> what this is, It's not on the – it's not on the – Clip, see, this is why <laughs> you you need to produce. This is okay. Why this this it's hard. Clippy. Should we mm. should we describe it? Let, you should let, you let, should describe let's, it. Let's let's actually act it out. Can we act it out? Yeah. Clippy, it's in the scenes thing. I told you, rock. God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Now, if you can afford Bill's gear. You can afford to buy sanctioned fireworks, okay? Don't make your own TNT at home, you fucking idiot. Now, rest in peace, by the way. I, I mean, know. Like, I know. You know do we guy. know if he's alive? I do, we don't. It's we good don't. that we're talking about it. Now, but now, is, that, is, that, is that not a Darwin Award? It totally oh, is God, a Darwin right? Award. Because yeah. even, so. even if you had sanctioned fireworks, there's no way on earth I would hold them down right next <laughs> to them as I fired them off. Like, what was he worried about? The verticality I know. of <laughs> the pipe or something? I hope this goes right. <laughs> Angles. Good yeah, lord. Advanced. <laughs> Dope. Uh. Okay, so this leads me to my next question, yeah. which is, what's the craziest thing you've ever done after your team won a big game? <laughs> oh. yeah. I got one. Oh, do you have coach. a story in mind I, when you ask this question? No. Not okay. Right. I went to uh, I went to Seattle to watch a game with a Broncos fan. That was probably the dumbest thing. Oh, <laughs> nice. What game was that? Uh, was it the Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, was it the Super <laughs> Bowl? Yeah, it was the Super Bowl. <laughs> Denver v Seattle. I remember that. Mm. I remember that. That was the one where they didn't throw it on the one. Right. Okay, got it's because it. they didn't have to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. It's man, like, you, you're alarmingly you're loud. Deep throating that mic. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's yeah. not a lollipop. God. Well, someone put some flair. No, yeah. no, so I don't have a crazy thing that I did, but I mean, that whole experience with, with us there, that was phenomenal. And, and I know it may not have happened great for your team. But you're of course, talking, you're talking about me. the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm. But but it was just like just being in an experience, being in an environment where you're with a ton of raging, crazy fans, mm. and just and just I mean, just that euphoria to let it loose. That yeah. was just insane. What a for cool, me. cool story. Such a cool, cool way to not answer the question exactly. that was asked of you. Why don't you talk really about that cool. mattress you lit on fire <laughs> in Pioneer Square? Yeah. It's because I haven't do done do anything that? stupid. Oh, oh I must remember. I'm okay. a Seahawks fan. We haven't won that much. Unbelievable. You know, he actually took Broncos gear and set it on fire. Like <laughs> it wasn't enough that they beat us forty-eight to ten or whatever the score was. He Eight. ripped the jersey yes. off your back <laughs> and set it and alight. set it on fire. Where did the kerosene come from? And he's talking from? about Who the knows? talking about the the <laughs> the energy in the bar and yeah, that exactly. bullshit. My what a God. what a great moment yeah. to be shared with friends. That what an experience. And even though not everyone can win. Well, I guess that's the craziest that thing was I a did as a bullshit fan. answer. Total bullshit. <laughs> I love you guys. Oh, man. I love you guys so much. Unbelievable. I know. I know. Look, I it don't want to wreck things. It was a few years back for me. Oh, yeah? Yep. It was a Monday night football <laughs> game and a promising season for the Green Bay Packers. Brett Aaron Rodgers was a rookie and you were just out of diapers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers <laughs> was the QB. And, uh, and we were beating the Panthers. And oh. it was a great game it was a game to be celebrated spirits were high optimism you know lots of optimism for the squad we were, we were really excited and uh to celebrate the win i i proposed to my now wife what on the couch in our apartment did you during you, monday night football let's walk this back 
But you're calling this the craziest thing. It is crazy. Oh. It's crazy. So crazy good. Crazy in love. Crazy good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll counter that <laughs> with a Beyonce quote. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, that is pretty cool. That is pretty crazy because because not every young woman grows up, you know, desiring to be proposed to during Monday Night Football in their apartment. That's probably not how it goes in their minds. No, or marry you, or (laughs) an attractive young fashion icon. That's true. true. Now, were you you wearing the Harry Potter? I was wearing that exact outfit when I did it. You should. Your team. That that sealed the deal. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, hey, the deal. Still around. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they bought a house together, so yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, it just makes <laughs> hard to get off. Makes financial <laughs> sense too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In this city, it yeah. makes fin- financial <laughs> sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Prices are skyrocketing. <laughs> it's an economic relationship. <laughs> yeah. <it's> a, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the craziest thing I ever did was after I found I was when the Broncos won their first Super Bowl yeah. ever, and Terrell Davis was the MVP of the Super TD. Bowl. Uh, I was on a remote island in Thailand at the time and that had no TVs, no communication with the outside world whatsoever. So I was just snorkeling blissfully yeah. in beautiful water and looking at the fish and Sex island, staying yeah. on. Uh, yeah, exactly. Staying on one of those huts on the beach kind of thing. You know, you, those one of those things you always hear about, like they paid five bucks. Right. They stayed on a hut on the beach and it was just amazing. That Perfect. actually did exist. And I remember one Not day, I was, yeah. well, I was thanks tra- Instagram. Uh, yeah, thank you. I was traveling with my Denver Broncos towel at oh, yeah. the time, and uh, I remember just unfurling it and hanging it on the the patio to dry off. And we had some people that were checking into the hut next to us, and the guy saw the towel and he went, "Hey, looks like you got the Super Bowl champs there." And of course, remember, I weathered what four punishing Super Bowls with Elway getting oh. just pounded. I think it progressively worse every single time, coming off a 55-10 drubbing uh, to the 49ers. So you purposely did not want to watch this I game. I did not want to watch it. At I all. I was not optimistic no. whatsoever. No. No. So anyway, Nor should you be. I was so excited about the win. First of all, I had no idea whether to believe this guy or not, but I was so excited about the win that we bought the entire village a crab dinner. Cool. Yeah. You, know you gave them all crabs. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't crabs. You sorry, gave the whole lobster. village crabs. It was lobster. <laughs> We bought lobster for everybody. Beers and lobsters the whole night long. Anyway, it's incredible. Fuck you know me. that guy? That guy can be found on that island every year at that time of year, and he just sees the first NFL towel, and he goes, hey, hey. it must be pretty happy won the Super Bowl at the thought of some idiot buying the whole village lobster. And it worked. I love it. Hey, Bengals fan, eh? Yeah. Oh, you God. must be pretty Looks happy like right now. I swear to God, you guys won. Google. No, no, Google's no. not around. For, bang- for Bengals, it- hey, you got to get a good draft pick. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, I wasn't on the island for seven months. I was a castaway with Tom Hanks. Castaway. A break. Well, <laughs> All right, fuck this. Let's just move on. That puts a wrap on this week's show. Special Thank thanks goodness. to Special thanks to Clippy. Hey, and Rookie. For showing up. Oh, fuck, he's on oh, the man. show. Clippy's been See? gone for a long time. And to our barkeep for giving us a spectacular. This is very good. It was great. It was great. If you want to see or hear more episodes of Blitz, just visit blitzfootball.com. They're all here. Every. Every. I like how you put. I like how you spelled out dot. Dot com. You didn't actually put the dot com. That's what you you do when you. It's so he doesn't say Blitz football period com. Yeah, I think he would. He would. He's. He's like Anchorman. He's like, He'll yeah. say whatever you yeah. put up there. Yeah. See you next week? <laughs> yeah, question mark. <laughs> and follow us on Twitter. I Look at this. Clippy's got our shit up. Oh, okay. Wow. And uh, thanks, Coach, for your last show. 
And uh, <laughs> thanks for getting booked with us. See I know. You. See you next <laughs> week, See you later, everybody. people. I What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the PropG Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.